the righteousness of faith. Father, we thank you for your word once again. Your word is so rich. No matter how little you give us and we see or how much you give us and see, it's always full. It's always full of light. It's always full of revelation. It always quickens us on the inside and we thank you for that. We receive your word. We set our eyes, our ears, our heart to see, to know, to understand what you're showing to us today. And I believe in Jesus' name that it'll explode on the inside of us. And as we ponder and meditate these truths from your scripture, from your word, we will grow and develop and it will become greater on the inside of us so that we can produce greater in our lives. In the name of Jesus, I declare it and I believe it. Amen. Join me in the book of James. We're going to start in chapter 2. And we're going to talk about faith and works and how that righteousness is by faith, but righteousness also works. We don't work to become righteous, but as the righteousness of God and from that foundation we do right things. We do righteousness. We do the righteousness of God. We do good works, good deeds, the things that he has called us to do, commanded us to do, and individually given unto us to do as our specific individual call. So James chapter 2 verse 14, we're just going to skip down through a few verses here and then we're going to zero in on Abraham. 14, what is a prophet, my brethren, though a man say he has faith and have not works? Can faith save him? 17. Even so, faith, if it has not works, is dead being alone or by itself. So faith, if it doesn't have anything that it's doing, if it's apart from any works, it's dead. Another word for dead would be no power, inoperative. It's not acting. It's not doing anything. Verse 20, will you know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered up Isaac his son upon the altar? See thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled which said, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see then how that by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. Verse 26, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Now let's back up and look at Abraham here. Abraham, we hear his story from Genesis 12 through 24, I believe. And if you look here, James spans many of those chapters and puts them all together. And those chapters span many years of Abraham's life. So let's look at verse 21 again. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up Isaac his son upon the altar? That's chapter 22. See that how faith 
wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect, or faith was completed. It, it, it reached its highest place. It was finished. Verse 23, the scripture was fulfilled, which said Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. Well, that's chapter 15. And he was called the friend of God. That's chapter 18. So think about this. In Genesis 15, Abraham was shown by God. Look up at the stars. That's your seed. And Abraham believed him. And it was imputed or credited to him as righteousness. But then it says in here that in chapter 22, when he offered Isaac, he was justified. Well, which was it? Was it by faith that he was made righteous or by works that he was made righteous? It's both. If you look closely here in James, he says, Abraham our father was justified. Later it says that Abraham believed God and it was imputed as righteousness. The word justified here means to be made righteous, to render righteous, to cause to be righteous. The word impute in verse 23 is account as or estimate or credit righteous. And then you see in chapter 20, or excuse me, in verse 24, how that by works a man is declared righteous and not by faith only. When we believe God and what he said, followed by the actions that result, when we act out on what he said, we are declared righteous. We do not work and do works of law, works of good deeds. We do not try to earn our righteousness, our right standing, our new creation, our new being, who we are, what he's called us to be in any way, shape, or form by doing things, by actions alone. Because actions without faith are also dead and they're dangerous. It's religion. And James, I mean, if you read the book of James here, you're going to see a lot of startling things that, oh, they just go together. One of them is that faith without works is dead. Well, faith, if you read James closely, you will see that faith comes by hearing and it's released by doing. But the doing is not only action, it's, it's first speaking, then doing. Hearing, speaking, doing. Speaking does two things. One, it bypasses the mind and goes straight into the heart and fills the heart with abundance. But then also, out of the abundance of the heart, once it's filled, the mouth speaks and then actions follow. Do you follow me? So Abraham was declared righteous when he took what he believed and acted on it. He believed that God would give him a seed that outnumbered the star in chapter 15. In chapter 16, he was, he was vacillating. Him and Sarah were... They, they didn't know what to do, and they went in and did the thing that led to Ishmael. Well, that wasn't God's call and plan. But Genesis 17, God comes back and says, Okay, now we've got to get you speaking, right? I'm going to change your name to Abraham. I'm going to change her name to Sarah. 
and I'm going to establish this covenant. And what I said to you about that's your seed, that's your seed. You are the father of nations. Call yourself Abraham. And then in chapter 18, he calls him the friend of God and starts communing with him about what he's going to do in the future of Sodom and Gomorrah. And then later on, Isaac is born. And then in chapter 22, he says, okay, so you believe that's your seed? You believe your covenant's coming through Isaac? Take him up and offer him on the altar. And Abraham said, well, so shall my seed be. That's my seed in the stars in the heaven. <laughs> I got to follow him. And he took what he believed. He believed God all the way back in 15, verse 6, verse, uh, verse 5 and 6. And then in Genesis 22, he took it to the full expression of that belief. And he was able to lay down his son's life on that altar. And he was, according to the book of James here, made righteous. Wow. So in James chapter 2, verse 26, For as the body without the spirit is dead, faith without works is dead also. Righteousness by faith alone without works is dead. In other words, what I'm saying is, you are declared the righteousness of God by faith in the blood of Jesus. But if you're not acting on that righteousness and by faith doing righteousness, your righteousness is inactive. It's not producing. It's there, but it's not producing. You're saved, but it's not producing. You're born again, but you're not growing and developing. However, if you have works, if your righteousness of faith has works, your righteousness and your faith are active. It's producing. You're bearing fruit. And Jesus, when he comes back, he's going to reward us according to what we did, not merely according to what we believed. Believing gets us started with him. Believing gets us in the family. Believing gets us adopted. Believing gets us made his beloved and born of him by his word and by his spirit. Faith with works? <laughs> That's producing the fruit. Now I'm going to back this up. James agrees with John in this. If you go to 1 John, you're going to see in first in chapter 2, verse 29, if you know that he, the Father, is righteous, you know that everyone that is doing righteousness is born of him, born of the Father. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone that's doing righteousness is born of him. Go to chapter 3, and you'll see verse 7. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that is doing righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. What does that mean? It does not mean he that is doing righteousness is made righteous. What it means is, he that is doing righteousness, he that is living by faith, he that is acting on his righteousness, he is doing the things of God out of the abundance of his righteous heart, is righteous. In other words, you know a tree by its fruit, Jesus said. By the fruit, you can tell the condition of the tree. If you see someone, or if you are yourself practicing righteousness, 
practicing living by faith, practicing doing the righteousness of God, doing the right things, you know that that person is righteous because he's bearing fruit. What is righteousness? It's many things. It's ruling and reigning him as one with Jesus Christ in faith and in righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness is giving. It's loving. Righteousness is relationship with the Father. It's hearing what he says, believing it, and doing it. It's walking in step with him. It's walking and going in the same direction as him. It's thinking like him. It's believing like him. It's desiring his plan and his will. Jesus said in Matthew 6, Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek his righteousness and all these things are added unto you. When we focus on him, when we focus on his kingdom, when we focus on doing righteousness, on praying, on, on seeking him in private, on listening to his word, on giving as he directs in all the different ways of giving and receiving from him and helping and loving and believing and doing, that's doing righteousness. So I declare unto you, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and you've confessed with your mouth that he's the son of God and you are the righteousness of God. And I know that because you feed on the word, you feed on the word of righteousness and you're seeing in it the things he's given unto you, you're producing fruit and that fruit will remain for ever. Be blessed and go and rule and reign with him in the life, in the righteousness of God. Amen. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.